T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This hour is brought to you by Menards. Save big money at Menards. The Bernstein and Holmes Show. Middays 10 a.m. till 2 on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes, Layla Rahimi. My theory is that Kevin Warren really wants this job. And he knows that there are other candidates. But he also knows what his resume is. And he knows if it gets into the bloodstream that a guy that's this accomplished and has a resume like this is sitting in the room with the Bears and the Bears don't hire him, the Bears going to look like bleep. When I talk about raising your standards and you hear me say good to great all the time, whether that's expecting more out of your respective team who doesn't just want to get to the playoffs, you want them to win more, this is that. This is a aim high, good to great type of big swing. And I applaud the Bears for putting this out there in a way that is constructive, having us talk about it. And now it's our job to have that standard. Papa Bear is smiling today. It is with pride and a grateful heart that I present the next president and chief executive officer of the Chicago Bears, Kevin Warren. Bernstein and Holmes, your midday destination for Chicago sports talk. Here with us now is the CEO and president of the Chicago Bears, Kevin Warren. How long is your actual contractual commitment? You know, that's something that I think that I haven't talked about publicly and it's probably best if I don't, but it's a commitment that I plan on being here for years. On Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. So it's more than one. That's the only thing we can definitively conclude from that. Years plural. Cool. It is a Layla Rahimi Wednesday on the Bernstein and Holmes show, and we have a full show planned for you. Lots of football guests, Adam Hogue, Mike Florio, Brian Baldinger, and all kinds of other things as well as we broadcast live from the Hyundai studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. We've got Diaz and Rankin and Fryer and O'Donnell, and uh, we're here. We can probably assume, though, that it's no shorter than the opening of the new stadium, though, right? That would be my guess. So what's the fastest that that thing could get built? 2027? Man, that sounds like extreme makeover stadium edition speed. It's got to be slower than that. We're in 2023. We are? I'm going to say 2028 at least. That thing's got to be five years. Okay. All right, so so we can assume that he probably will have the job until then. Yeah, I mean, if, if it's the typical Hallis six-year plan, right? Seven-year plan? How many years did Pace and Nagy get? Or well, Pace, well, get? Pace seven got years? seven. Ted got 
24 or whatever, 16. All right, so somewhere between 24 and 7. Yeah, but I don't know if, I mean, my whole thing is I imagine that he was probably tasked with get this stadium built. And that's probably the length of this thing. And then, by then, who knows, he'll be what? If it's we go five years out, he'll be 64? And he's he's just a couple years younger than Roger. Or how old's Roger? Is Roger 63? I think that's right. So you have to look and see, do you expect the NFL commissioner to walk away anytime soon? Because that would probably be the only thing that would that Kevin Warren would be like, ooh, that seems like a good challenge. There's another mountain over there. I could be NFL commissioner. That's that's the path that we all think he's taking with this job, right? And for the record, I'm not mad about it if that's the case. I think it would be really a feather in everyone's cap as Bears fans to know that the former president of the team was qualified enough to be NFL commissioner. If if it gets to that point, well, that's how he answered the question. Really, like, what would you would you rather he not be ambitious? Would you rather he not set his sights high always on on, on bigger, better things and grander opportunities and and loftier goals? Yeah, there's there's a group of people who would rather people not be good enough to move up. Oh, that's what's been your phrase, Chicago Bears for a long time. What's the phrase? A's higher A's and B's higher C's. What are you? I'm not yeah, asking I, about I, you two. I'm asking about our listeners. Don't be mediocre. I was a B student undergrad, and I was an A student in graduate school because then I figured it out. But the point is, an A hired an A here. You don't want to be the B hired. You don't want to be the C hired by the B. Yes, I I agree with that. And I think that the hire itself shows a lot of – it shows a lot of progress. I mean, I wrote about it in the Sun-Times today. It's it's amazing. Like, this – franchise three years ago was apologizing because they didn't know the depths of their founder's own racism like think about that like they they didn't know that george hallis kind of played a role in in the segregationist period of the nfl that they were celebrating with the uniforms that they were bringing back and that's that was why, that I was laughed. three years ago. That's why I kind of laughed when he said Papa Bear is smiling today, and I thought, yeah, eh, <laughs> it's questionable, right? That, it's that, questionable. And that he he's said that like, I don't know. Papa Bear might be like, uh, what's it, uh, what? <laughs> huh? is this, why is this Pullman Porter in charge of the Bears? <laughs> hey, can I can I ask you something that jogged my memory when you said that, Lawrence? Yes. The Thread King, Jack Silverstein, is yeah. the one who alerted me to the proximity in the history and how that was playing out in real time. And it's something that I definitely appreciated, given that, A, I'm, I'm not from here, obviously. And Shakia Taylor asked an interesting question over the weekend, talking about when did the Bears have a cultural shift? And when you put it all together... I wonder if there, that could have been a wake-up call for the team where they actually heeded the call. Yeah, that was that was like the, the thesis of my column is I feel like that's the point. And I, I shouted out Jack in the column, and I, re- I remember, and I was talking to Dan about this, I remember I was literally out here. I was out here in Arizona, and I was hiking, 
and I was listening to you guys interview Jack and him talk like him going like through the entire history of it and talking about George Marshall and and everything else that was going on in the NFL at that time. I do think that that played a role. And so I, I kind of went down the rabbit hole and you start thinking about the, this renaissance that George has gone through where you know how like people often talk about, well, I'm here to listen. And over the last few years, there's been a lot of that from from rich people, from billionaires, from folks with power, the concept of I'm here to listen. It seems to me like George actually took that to heart. That, that George was like, I'm here to listen. I would like to learn some stuff. And then you had the the players. like They, they had had their own uh, social justice committee that George sat down with. I think it was Mitch Trubisky and Akeem Hicks, Prince and Mukamara, and a couple other guys. So they sit down with George, and he has like an awakening. Then you get to 2020. And there's another awakening that he has. He sits down with Sam Acho and puts out the video with Sam Acho. And then after that, we see names in the organization start to be elevated. We hear people who have been around the Bears or covering the Bears knew who Lamar Campbell was. But then you had George name check him and Tanisha Wade inside of the Ryan Poles interview. And, and I... That's what I think is kind of amazing because three years ago, like that was embarrassing. Like, that was a, a humiliating moment for the Bears to be standing there during the celebration of 100 years of football and being like, hey, look at these cool jerseys that, that we're going to be wearing. Oh, yeah, the, the first time that we debut them is going to be the, the first time that black people have ever worn these jerseys. Mm-hmm. If this is the reckoning, and, you know, people use that word with a lot of froth and portents and whatever else, they want to strike fear in you when they say that word. They want you to be afraid. If that's this, game on. Yes. I embrace it. Embrace your standards. Embrace not just listening, but taking some really great action and making everybody in sports here, I think, stand up a little taller today knowing... You got the higher right. It's an incredible concept, this idea of confronting an inconvenient history, an unfortunate or embarrassing history, and learning from it. Right. Understanding, talking to people, listening to people, not not hiding it, not running from it. Not covering it up. Not actively trying to prevent people from learning about it, and then reconciling it and, and and growing positively from it based on what you know and what you can change in yourself and your organization incredible concept isn't it i mean think let's let's do a, a juxtaposition here you have the 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 picture of jerry jones at, at this the school in little rock and the piece that was done i i do think there were a lot of people who didn't actually read the piece but you, you you have that moment. Then you have George with this embarrassing moment about his family and team history. And then being active in trying to learn. And then we go from that to him 
elevating multiple women inside of the Bears organization, them creating the DEI officer, them him name-checking Tanisha Wade and Lamar Soup Campbell, to now three of the most powerful black people in the organization. You have the quarterback, the GM, and the team president. Like, that's all been a shift in the last three years. And it's what I look at it as is not closing the door on finding the best candidate just because maybe you had done things a certain way before. I I think that and, – and I wrote in the column, like, look, we Dan and I make a lot of fun of George, and, and we can because we're punching up. He, he's privileged and he's quirky. So it's okay for us to occasionally, like, take a jab at him. But I think that he deserves a lot of credit for this. Yes. Like, a, a lot of credit for changing and being open to the idea of, man, have, have we had our eyes closed? Because in, in George's case, just interacting with him very small increments throughout my career – I don't think that any of the stuff that you you might want to lay on uh, a, a white person that's in that power applies to him. Like I, I don't think that any of the stuff that he's doing or has done or was blind to was him being vicious or even knowing. I think that all of this allowed for him to look at the world differently. And he took that opportunity to do it, and I love that. I, I just want to see this. I know we're super late to break, and I have some more thoughts that I want to get out in the next segment, just my impressions. But, George, it's okay to not invoke the name of George Hallis. You be proud. Be proud of what you've done. Be proud of being in this era, moving this team forward, and being reflective of the present. Be proud of that. Be proud of yourself. When we come back, I, I think, I think that's I, fair. I, I think we should also talk about a lot of what was said in a little bit more specificity regarding what it means to pay attention to detail and what it actually means more than just the words about how the how the rubber's going to meet the road in in going from good to great because I, I think it's really important to to figure out the practical application of that. We'll do that next. Layla's here today on Bernstein and Holmes on the Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes, Middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. You need to be attention to detail. When you build a stadium, every single thing matters. You know, every measure, every line, every line item. You know, you can't say, you can't ask a question, well, how long is that going to be? Well, it's approximately, no, no. What is it? Is it 40 feet or 41 feet? That's a bad answer. We just need to know. Get used to that voice. It belongs to Kevin Warren, who is the CEO and president of the Chicago Bears. And he said a lot of lofty and somewhat grandiose things. But coming from him, they're real. It's not just buzzwords and, and, and business speak. There's some collaboration. Of that. Yeah, there was there was there was some business speak in there. We're fired up about that. But he follows fired up on it. And and that that's what I think I'm going to have to learn about about how the day-to-day business of running the Bears on the field and off the field will be affected by this expectation and attention to detail. That was one of my first questions when when I was absorbing the press conference yesterday. Is I was like does that mean that the the days of hiring Bill Polian to figure out your next GM are gone and and this whole dog and pony show where you're still trying to seek counsel of a guy who's been out of the NFL for a long time now and maybe that affects how you hire people and elsewhere. Ernie Corsi and going back to hiring a search firm to find the director of college scouting from a team in, at, at the time in your division. Or Lawrence consulting your competition, even though they're fellow owners on understanding the session term, your problems. Uh, yeah, and especially like being like, oh, well, let's talk with the Bidwills. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't talk to the teams who compete against you. No. Let's, let's talk to them because they've got it figured out. Their ex-coach is in Thailand, living it up on Instagram. Well, that can mean a million things. Like a million things. Well, his girlfriend is enjoying taking pictures of herself. That's that's everybody's girlfriend these days. Have is you it? heard of Instagram? I have. You're I'm, new to it. I'm, but... I, I, don't, I still don't get Instagram yet. I'm on it. I just don't understand. I, I can... Just remember, are, are you, have nothing you ever is been, real. Have you ever oh, been that. an Instagram husband, though? What does that mean? Are you taking pictures of Beth? No, she takes pictures of herself. Okay. She does, or she has people take pictures of her. But you're yeah, not she one has of those professionals people. that do it, right? Yeah, I don't. No, she doesn't. Want but there was like, there wasn't a moment down in Mexico where she's like, "Dan, take this picture of me under this palm tree." Yeah, that would be an Instagram husband's role. No, because we, she did have a professional photographer show up for photos <laughs> down there. <laughs> See, Beth, Beth gets it. Beth gets the attention to detail. I wait. I, was she one of the finalists for the Bears job? Shoot. She should have been. I mean, she knows how to plan stuff and get stuff built. Have a nice party. I know that. It would be a top-end, high-end party if they ever want to do that. Flowers would be amazing. Throw a soiree. 
Uh, I, Hi, I'm here today to introduce the new president and CEO <laughs> of, of the Chicago Bears, <laughs> Beth Bernstein. Number 89! <laughs> Listen, you bastards, shape up or ship out. Beth and Dan have agreed to not talk about work at home. <laughs> well, actually, she has when she has done weddings for Chicago area events for Chicago professional athletes, hard wall. Really? Like, oh, absolutely hard wall. That, that it, I... I don't want to know any of the details. I don't want to. We, we make sure, and she has to reassure, because people will say, well, wait a second. We're going to do this. Isn't your husband? And we have an absolute rule about stuff like that. Boundaries. Your husband, oh, right. Wait, wait a second here. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He's a complete <laughs> bag and a half. But that's not going to not going to affect your, your wedding or your marriage. No so, worries. Layla, when you're watching all this go down yesterday and going through all the tape and stuff at, at, at Channel 5, like, what – what stood out to you? Well, I think it's just the overwhelming fact that there was credibility in every single thing he said because he's done it. That's it. It's kind of like when I say the receipt is the game. His receipt is his resume. And that resume is unparalleled. There wasn't anything where I could really question and say, well, is that going to really be the case? Because you know he's gotten it done. And then some. Like, oh, you need a guy to build a stadium? He's done that. Oh, you need somebody to get you a a visionary record TV deal for a conference and put them in places you didn't even think it was possible if they're a national brand? Oh, he did that too. I, I still go back to what is the next step for him, and it's out of respect. But there's also just the the contrast of that with the with the family-run business franchise. And that's okay that it had that past in that respect. We've talked about the the understanding that the world is bigger than you might think. But it's the nod to understanding how corporate sports has become in that time since 1999, when you already were seeing a shift, by the way, when you were already seeing separate sponsorship deals done, and for for example, Jerry Jones sponsoring Texas Stadium, getting that breaking that NFL mold, going outside of their rules to figure out how to make more revenue. And that happened in 95. So then Ted Phillips gets hired in 99. 24 years later, you're embracing the massive brand and evaluation of every single asset attached to the NFL. This is someone who looks at things from a big picture standpoint. And when Ted Phillips says, I've I've left this place in better than when I came, you enjoy the greatest bull market in American history. Virtually everything is better than it was in 1999. Well, and when you think about it, what is effective giant corporation didn't start out as as a family business and eventually learn that lesson, whether it's Ray Kroc and, the, and McDonald's or the who Walton, Walton family, sure, yeah. or or who opened the, the the first CVS when it was still like consumer value store. I mean, it's everything like that. And, and at some point, you swallow hard and, and you embrace industry standard and beyond, and and you and you get out of these, you get into these places of discomfort where you're going to need to hire people who who can who can pull you there sometimes kicking and screaming. And guess what that means? That means you're going to have to pay people more. Get what you pay for. And that's hard for a lot of businesses. But how many times have we talked about 
the Bears talking about this whole, oh, we're a charter franchise, the NFL. Outside of here, how much does that matter? Because outside of here, people are looking at whether or not you're in the playoffs and whether or not you're winning Super Bowls and whether or not you can host Final Fours, major fights, concerts at your arenas and your events so you can help lift up the city around you with that kind of benchmark real estate and those opportunities. Are you hosting all-star games like the Bulls did, for example, in the NBA? That's the equivalent to me, one of them. And so this modernizes the franchise. I think that they also, like, as a franchise, they romanticized the quaintness. Like, inside of this, and, and the, because the NFL, especially over the last 30 years, can't fail, there was room for them to be like, well, we're going to stake our claim. Our claim is that we are this family-run team and the charter franchise and the the grand the, this, this, the daughter and the grandson of the founder of the league. And I think that what their experience has taught them, at least over the last decade or so, is that that's cool, but if you want to win and you want to compete at the highest level, if you want to maximize your investment, you need to take some steps towards not – even if your image is that, you don't have to run the business that way. And now we're seeing them do it this way where you can still, if you want to name check George Hallis, I don't care. But you, you have to start moving in the direction of really taking a, a, a look at your business. And, and Dan, you and I both have, have dealt with this when, and when it comes to covering the Bears and covering the McCaskey family. There are differences on a, of opinion inside that family on what it is they should do with the team, <laughs> on, on whether this is a, a sell opportunity or it's too important to the family to sell it. There are some generational divides. There, yes. And, there, and there are, there's a lot of McCaskies out there. There are a lot of people who are in line for a life-changing windfall, an absolute major multiple-level lifestyle-changing windfall but they don't get it until the sale occurs, and some are more impatient than others. Our conversation about this will continue with Adam Hogue, who was at the press conference asking questions yesterday. He joins us next on The Score. Adam Hogue says... Adam Hogue, Bears beat writer for CHGO Sports. What's up, everyone? My name's Adam Hogue. This is the CHGO Bears podcast. We just need to kick Adam Hodge off the show and let him come back on Tuesday. Host of the Hogue and John's podcast. Mark Tressman's face just popped up on my computer, by the way. Adam Hogue. Adam Hoagie or Hogg? Excuse me, I don't know how to pronounce the last name. With Bernstein, Holmes, and Rahimi on 670 The Score. Talk some Bears with one of the reporters who was there yesterday covering the unveiling of Kevin Warren. He is Adam Hogue, who joins us on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Adam, I'm curious, what open items might you have still after yesterday? Was anything unanswered? Do you still, if you could have more time to follow up on some of this stuff, is there anything that still piques your curiosity? Uh, actually, yes. I mean, some of them are more boring items like, you know, did is I assume Kevin Warren is going to be on the board like Ted is. Um, uh-huh. That didn't really get answered. You know, is there any kind of equity in the team that was included? I mean, I think that's kind of more stuff that you sort of figure out later. 
maybe more relevant and more interesting to Bears fans, I think is, and, and I ended up writing about this late last night in my newsletter that came out today. I just find the dynamic here between Kevin Warren and Ryan Poles interesting because for many different reasons, the topic of the president overseeing the GM with the Chicago Bears, especially over the last decade or so, has gotten a lot of attention and a lot of talk because in many ways, I think there's there needs to be some oversight, but whoever that person is needs to be qualified to do so, right? And rightfully so. I think Ted Phillips' ability to oversee football stuff um, has been questioned. So here comes Kevin Warren yesterday, who did not shy away from talking football in the manner that I think both George McCaskey and Ted Phillips have more so in recent years. Like when George constantly reminds us, well, I'm just a fan. I, you know, I don't, I'm not qualified to evaluate Justin Fields or whatever. Whereas Kevin's like, yeah, no, I like Justin Fields. I like his makeup. I like this. I like that. I like, you know, I, I, I was in the big 10 when he was there, you know, I have a relationship with him. So it's to me that really stood out in a way that I am going to be closely interested to see how Kevin Warren and Ryan Poles work together. Because, guys, I think this is the now the Kevin Warren-Ryan Poles show going forward. And I get a genuine sense that Poles is okay with this. I think he legitimately appreciated that he was brought in in the final stages of this thing. Not that may, I don't think they were going to hire anybody else if Kevin Warren won the job. But there does seem to be a fit there. And I am interested to see how that plays out over the coming years. I also think, of course, one of my next logical thoughts is if they had hired Kevin Warren even a year before, knowing that we know Polls is going to report to him, would the hirings be different? And how are those checks and balances going to move forward? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, clearly a, a, a fair question. Um, and probably they would be right because probably Kevin Warren's going to work his list of contacts and you know find somebody different who knows right no way to know the answer to that but that doesn't mean that this can't work either um but I I am intrigued even if it's just the front office or other parts of the organization I mean you guys yeah you know, I heard you guys talking about this I mean Kevin Kevin Warren is an idea guy he's a big idea guy he's the type of person with a big personality that comes in every morning probably earlier than he should and works out and starts meetings earlier than people want to start their meetings every day and um you know he's he's been described to me as as a lot like to to work for but still gets the job done and no one's no one i've talked to has questioned um even if they've explained some of the ruffled feathers in the big 10 none of those people have questioned his ability to do a really good job with the Bears. In fact, everyone I've talked to has said it's a great fit. This is exactly what the Bears need. But, you know, you got to have the resume to back it up. And I think that's the thing. I think he does. Because I was trying to think of the last employee the Bears have hired that has been sort of this big idea, you know, it's going to be my way and we're going to do this this way. And, And honestly, the last name I could come up with is Phil Emery. And that didn't go well, right? And and talk about ruffled feathers, he certainly did so. But I think the big difference is, one, this is a different position. It's a higher position. And Phil was 
did not come in with the same resume. We didn't know that he could already do this um, for a different organization like we do with Kevin Warren's history with the Minnesota Vikings, and I, and I think that's obviously a huge difference here. Hoger, I wasn't surprised at how strident they were talking about Arlington Heights, but I was wondering last night and was wondering what your opinion was on this if the way they talked about Arlington Heights was – a clap back to the momentum, if you want to call it that, of there being renderings of a new soldier field project and the Bears just basically being like, nah, that's not what we're going to do at all. Yeah, well, I think first and foremost, it's 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 legal, legalese, you know, like it, it, they can't talk about other projects right now but they but i get what you're saying lawrence and it's they do seem to be really leaning into no no no, it's arlington heights that's what we're doing um and maybe there's some of that because i i it's not like it's not really a secret that the relationship between the bears and the mayor's office has um you know been cold here in recent years and you know a lot of that's i think some of the things that the mayor has said um, where she probably went over out over her skis a little bit. Um, so, uh, but I, I think I think most importantly, it really just has to do with the fact that until they close on this land, they can't really talk about other projects. Now, it will be interesting when that closing happens because you even heard it yesterday from Ted. It's still not a guarantee that they develop it. Now, I've always been of the thinking that the Chicago Bears of all franchises franchises don't go through a major closing and spend this much money on land that they're not actually going to use. Um, but I did have somebody say this to me yesterday, which which I found interesting. And that was, if there is a Hail Mary out there for the lakefront and for the people that really don't want to see the Bears leave the lakefront, Kevin Warren might be that person because he's, he's the type of person who can – fight through all the political stuff and the financials to find the right solution. Now, that person knows Kevin Warren well, but not necessarily versed in the Chicago politics of all of it. Uh-huh. So my my instinct is to still say, well, that's still quite a Hail Mary, and I don't see how that works in a scenario where the Bears actually own that no, land on the wh- lakefront. Why would he want that aggravation? Why would he take the jobs like, look, the job is going to be in this election year that you start wading in and trying to build bridges to, to place Chicago politics and let alone the, the layer of the mayor's office, the county board and everything else like that. That just that doesn't sound like any fun, frankly. And it doesn't sound like the kind of thing that Kevin Warren wants, especially leaving the job he's leaving when he was dealing with the, the, all, all this, the, the balkanization of all these tin pot dictators and annoying fan bases everywhere. That I, I'd be very surprised if, if he took a job knowing that that was going to be the, a, a primary thrust of his responsibility. Yeah, and that's kind of where I was coming from, too, is that I just the, – the point that was being made to me was just like whatever it is that is the best solution, and I think we can all kind of see where that's headed right now, right? Mm-hmm. But whatever that is, Kevin Warren's the type of guy who's going to find the best deal and the best solution, and specifically for what the stadium looks like, too. Don't underestimate also the impact that some of these other owners around the league have when it comes to stadiums, specifically Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft. They get heavily involved in this stuff. They were heavily involved in the L.A. situation um, with SoFi. And and the league 
the league plays a role in this. So that's a big influence too. If they decide that Arlington Heights and that whole thing is better than the lakefront, then that's what it's going to be. Well, I also think though that they might be in competition with them now too, because Jerry had the most state-of-the-art stadium until SoFi was built. Now SoFi is considered that crown jewel piece of real estate in the NFL. And we don't talk about Minnesota much because it's not as versatile. It's better for their surroundings, but I do hope they revisit the dome concept. There is enough time out of the year here, especially when it comes to summertime concerts like you're seeing advertised at Soldier Field right now. I do think both, both will still host them where you want the roof open. So is that something that, that gets revisited? I think all of these things are up for discussion. You heard Kevin Warren talk about being attentive down to the millimeter. I don't think that's micromanaging. I think that's doing your job. Right, but and I heard you guys talking about that. And is okay? Is it just words? Is it just fluff? Or is it really, you know, are there really actions behind that? And that's another one of these things, especially with the stadium, where I'm very optimistic that Kevin Warren's the right guy because I hear what you're saying about the roof and stuff. But the reality is there are flaws with SoFi. Okay, SoFi, and I don't know if you've read about some of the stuff that happened at the national championship game where the rain's coming in sideways, and they didn't. They didn't account for that, and the concrete inside the stadium was slippery, and people were falling and literally going out on stretchers because they got hurt at the stadium with the rain. And then I've heard from other teams that have played there that when it gets really hot in L.A., so they built the canopy over it with with the glass-type roof, but it's open on the sides. So when it's 93 degrees... It's like a greenhouse in there. I'm just going to say greenhouse effect. Yep. It's ter- it's terrible. And so they didn't get everything right with that stadium. When you look at US Bank Stadium, you have wild elements where in in September it's beautiful and in December and January it's awful. Well, they when you hear Kevin Warren talk about details, that stadium's now connected to the Skywalk in Minneapolis. So if you park in the right spot, you can walk into that stadium without going outside in January. But you know what? Minnesota's one of the most beautiful places in September that you can go to. So they have these giant swinging doors that create that outdoor effect when it's nice out. When you talk about a concert in the summer or something like that, yeah, okay, so the roof is technically still over you, but you still feel like you're outside. I mean, they, re- in my opinion, it's the best stadium. It's the crown jewel in the NFL um, and perhaps among all stadiums in, in North America right now. So that's where I really feel like Kevin Warren is the right hire when it comes to the stadium specifically. And the other thing I didn't realize about that stadium that I had somebody send me some information that it's actually the design of their roof goes back to – Norwegian churches like there is a because of the Scandinavian history of of Minnesota and Minneapolis that there is homage to ancient Scandinavian architecture specifically what's known as I want to say it's called vernacular lofting that Norwegian ancient Norwegian churches would have stave churches and I I didn't know anything about it but it's so cool that that they would thread back to heritage in that, in a way that people might not even understand or appreciate until they actually experience it. Yeah, and I know we're short on time, but what you said is true. One of the coolest things the Vikings did when we were, uh, when they were building that stadium, was they gave us a tour. When, like the visiting media, when we would go there for you know the Bears game, they gave us a tour the year before it was finished, 
where we actually sat in a conference room across the street before we went in the stadium, and they told us about all that stuff, oh, cool. all the details yeah. that, that went into it. Um, and then they took us inside, and they showed us all this stuff. Of course, it wasn't finished yet, but then the following year did the same thing when it was done, and we got to see all of it now in its finished state. So when you hear Kevin Warren say yesterday that they actually spent a year planning this thing before they put a shovel on the ground, that's the type of stuff they came up with. Yeah, maybe the what would be the equivalent architecturally here? I mean, obviously we've got there's there's famous Chicago skyscrapers. So what if they did like a like a northwest side bungalow kind of look to it? You know, with a have a, have a French room where everybody could you know, put their take their shoes off when they arrive. I don't know. It's, it's uh, Belmont Cragen, right? Right. Wrapped I think the plastic. whole I think the whole thing should be a replica of the Wiener Circle. Hey, makes made some listeners happy hearing that. I do love their backyard. <laughs> Yeah. Hogue, thank you, man. All right. Appreciate Have a good day, everyone. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. That's Adam Hogue. Mike Florio is up next. We will expand our focus to the entire NFL as the playoffs heat up. So keep it here on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.